this is Leah from Dog Gone Good Dog Training. Thanks for joining me today. And I'm with Caroline. She's a seventh grade student and she's doing a project on dog training. And she asked if she could interview me, so I thought I'd share that with you today. Hi, Caroline. Okay, let's get started. Okay. So, first question Where did you learn to train dogs? Oh, wow. I learned how to train dogs by owning my own dog, and then I studied it. I took classes and hands-on experience by helping other people train their dogs. Webinars and, you know, back in the day we went to the library and got books. But now um, it's, you know, seminars, webinars, and um, hands-on training. All right. Interesting. Okay. Second question. How do you specifically communicate with the dogs that you train? Well, dogs communicate through body language, smell, and energy. And... I study that as soon as the dog, as soon as I see the dog in my eye shot, as soon as the dog gets out of the car or starts walking up or enters my facility, I study the dog's body language and I can tell if the dog's comfortable, not comfortable, anxious, wanting to learn. I always have treats in my treat pouch and most of the dogs are very interested in that because I always make sure I have something super smelly and something that they really like. And then I start, you know, treating them and asking them maybe to do something, maybe sit or something simple. I hand out a lot of rewards, and then I build a relationship with the dog that way. And I get the dog very comfortable around me. I'm always very calm when I meet a new dog. Uh, I speak to them calmly. I pet them calmly if they allow me to pet them, if I think it's safe to pet them. Um, but that's how I usually build a relationship with the dog. How many dogs do you say have you trained, like, roughly? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I've been doing this for, let's do the math, uh, 22 years. I don't know. I have several thousand clients, and some of them own more than one dog. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of dogs. I know. I know. I'm really lucky because people that get a, either a second dog or their dog passes away, and, like, 10 years later they come back, which is really pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. When did you first get the idea to train dogs? You know, it's interesting because I've been a legal secretary for 35 years. I worked downtown, and then I worked locally. And uh, I got a dog, I don't even remember what year it was, and I took her to classes, and I really enjoyed it. And then I just really took everything that I learned, and I, I put a lot of time and energy into that dog. Her name was Nala. And everywhere I took her, people would comment and say, wow, she's, she's so well-behaved. Can you help me with my dog? And I was like, okay, sure. And that's how it all got started. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, I can help you with your dog. And um, just from working with my own dog. Cool. Okay, so I know you've kind of already answered this, but do you have dogs, and if so, how many? Mm. Okay, so right now I have two dogs. One is a German Shepherd mix. And she's mixed with a Shetland Sheepdog. And she is 11 years old. Her name is Coda. And the other dog I have is a Border Collie. Her name is Heidi, and she's 10 years old. So are they friends or not friends? They're not friends. <laughs> They're not friends. So I got Heidi when she was 5 years old, the Border Collie. And I did it as a favor for someone who um, Heidi's owners passed away. And they didn't know what to do with the dog. And I thought, okay, well... I'll take her in, and I'll evaluate her, and I'll rehome her, only to find out that she was not rehomable because uh, she's not very nice. She doesn't like people, and she doesn't like other dogs. So the only other option for Heidi was to be euthanized. 
And I just couldn't do that to her because I knew she was like that by no fault of her own because of her prior history. So we still have her and um, we live in our house with a lot of gates and uh, we play a lot around Robin. But uh, she's a great dog, but she doesn't want to live with another dog. <laughs> What's the very first thing I should teach my dog? I like to start with Go Find It. Go Find It is such a great game for relationship building, and it's so simple and it's fun. And everything you do with dogs and dog training, you want to keep it fun. And so you toss a treat and you say, go find it. The dog finds it and they, they look for more. And it's a great way to build a relationship with the dog and, and want the dog to engage with you. And the next thing I usually teach you after that would be just to get your dog to look at you. And when your dog looks at you and checks in, you reward that as well. What is the proper amount of time to teach a dog each day? I wouldn't spend a lot of time on that. The best way to train your dog is in your everyday life. As you're going through your day, just stop and ask your dog to stay and make a circle around your dog and then move along. Um, or ask your dog to sit or go lay down on the mat while you're cooking dinner. Um, if you have a puppy, I wouldn't spend any more than maybe a few minutes, less than five minutes, just a few minutes, uh, trying to teach your dog to sit or lay down and then you're done. The more time you spend, the worse it's going to get. So, like, less is more Less type is of more, thing? yeah. Less is more, but less time, but a lot throughout the day. You don't want them to get completely, like, not focused when <laughs> you're training them. Yeah, that's what happens. The more time you spend, they don't want to pay attention anymore. How should I show my dog who's the leader? Like, how should I assert my dominance? Well, I love the word leader, and I love the word leadership. I'm not super crazy about the word dominance. To be a good leader means that you make all the decisions and your dog looks to you for information. And it's up to us as good leaders to provide information to our dogs, clear information. Stand up straight and your tone of voice is important. Just say it like you mean it. Sit, down, stay, wait. You have to have the mentality and the energy. I asked you to sit, I expect it. Not, can you sit? Can you lay down? Oh, you're never going to do that. Your dog's not going to listen to you or respect you. So the most important thing about leadership is really the energy of expectation and having that confidence about you that your dog can count on you. Your dog can count on you to make good decisions on his or her behalf and that you've got the situation under control. How do I really build my relationship with my dog? That's a great question. You always want your dog to know that being around you is fabulous. All good things come from you. All fun times come from you. Pet your dog calmly and talk to your dog calmly and sweetly and make that connection just when you're touching them and being around them and make sure you're very generous with your food rewards. Don't set your dog up to fail and don't put your dog in a situation that they can't handle. They really will learn to trust you knowing that you've got this under control. My next few questions will be mostly about training myself to become a professional dog trainer. Do I need a certificate to become a professional dog trainer and to do it in a business? The Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, you do not need to have a certification to be a dog trainer. Anybody can hang up a sign and say, I'm a dog trainer which probably, I'm guessing, down the road is going to be challenged and it's going to change. 
there's going to be um, a requirement to have a certification to train a dog. There are schools that you can go to to learn about being a dog trainer, but I want you also to understand that there are also people that are considered behaviorists, which is different than a trainer, and there are also veterinary behaviorists. There are people that have four-year degrees, college degrees in animal behavior science, and they would be considered a behaviorist. Okay. So what do you consider yourself? What I consider myself is I'm a pet dog trainer. So I don't train show dogs. I don't train hunting dogs. I don't train assistance dogs. Uh, I do train therapy dogs. You know, I don't train search and rescue dogs. I'm considered a pet dog trainer for the average dog owner like you and me. If I wanted to go into the profession of dog training, what do you say I should do first? Well, I can tell you my experience. I got a dog, and I trained her, and it worked out well. And other people asked me to help them with their dogs, and then I started to gain experience, and then I studied, and I learned, you know, book studied. I can also tell you that it's kind of difficult to find a place that will teach you to be a dog trainer, okay? And I remember asking years ago, this person, if she would allow me to intern with her or whatever, and she said no. And I thought, wow, that wasn't very nice. But now I understand it. And I figured it out a little, you know, a while ago. I worked really hard to be the person that I am today by putting my time in, training all the dogs that I, I've done. It's all been trial and error, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And I'm not just going to give that to somebody else. They have to do their own thing. They have to do their time in it and work. I just get better over years. I get better by all the dogs that I've worked with because they all bring different experiences to me. It also has to do with the people. You can't be a dog trainer and not like people. Okay? And sometimes people, will, dog trainers will say, well, I just like dogs. I don't like people. Well, guess what? My clients are people. My client, you know... And I teach people how to train their dog. So I actually have to be able to get along with people to teach them how to train their dog. And like I said, I put my time and energy in and I do my thing. Other dog trainers, they do their thing. And the way I see it is I respect them and what they do. And I hope they respect me and what I do. And I want them to be them and I want to be me. I wouldn't want somebody to learn from me and do my thing. If they're going to learn from me, I want them to do their thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So basically what you're saying is that you wouldn't give your experiences because you don't think that it would be beneficial to the other person mm -hmm. because trial and error is really important. Yeah. You have to learn it yourself. Believe me, I've made mistakes. <laughs> Everybody does, and that's how you learn it, by, and you grow from it. And I've, I've, I've also done some great and wonderful things that I'm proud of and that I've learned from as well. And you can't get that anywhere else just from by just putting your shoes on and getting out there and doing it. So when should I really start dog training school? When should I really start to go to school for a dog trainer? Depends on what you want to do. 
Do you want to go to school to get an, a degree in animal, si animal science? Or do you want to go to a specific dog training school? Depends on what you want to do. Do you want to teach dogs that, uh, for, you know, seeing eye dogs? Do you want to be one of those? Those people are amazing. That They teach seeing eye dogs. Like, I could never, I don't do that. They're amazing. What is the best school for dog training? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. There's quite a few different ones. Life? You know what? Maybe. I mean, there's lots of different, there's quite a few different dog training schools. The, the thing is, is that you have to understand that they don't certify you to be a dog trainer. They just teach you what you can learn in books at this point or webinars or whatever um, and hands-on experience. And um, they're all different. But if you want to become certified, you have to take a test. It's just a certification test. And there's different organizations that offer the test. The schools don't certify you. The test does. When do I start my personal training? When do I start training myself? Now, get a dog and train your dog. Anybody that you know that has a dog, say, hey, can I help you? Can I help you train your dog? Because like I said, you're teaching the person. You're not a dog trainer. You're a people trainer. Ah. But you are a dog trainer. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. when I'm here and, I, and I'm working with clients and I take their dog and I'll you know, we're working, let's say we're working on something and they can't get their dog to do it. So I'll take the dog and I'll get the dog to do it. So I, I am a dog trainer because I can get the dogs to listen to me and pay attention to me. But you're really more a people trainer. So you have to be able to explain to people how to do something. But I would say if you have any friends or relatives that have dogs, because uh, they're all different. All the dogs are different. If everybody you knew had a yellow lab, they're all going to be different. Okay, and you have to learn what works with one and what works with the other because they're all not going to be the same. So basically dogs are like people. No, <laughs> one is the same. You're right. Even though they come from the same parents, right? They're all different. So that's what I would do. I would just go to your friends and relatives and, and get to know their dogs and then teach them, you know, study and learn and about something. It could be anything. Like, for instance, uh, how do I teach a dog how to sit? Find that out. By lots of different resources, not just one. And then practice it on several different dogs. And then you'll see, oh, this dog doesn't really get it. This dog gets it, but gets it a different way. I actually work with dogs that don't understand that I work for a treat. I work, uh, you know, I do something and then I get a treat. They don't get that. So you have to teach them that first. Okay, one final question. Is there anything else you'd like to tell me, ask me personally, say... Well, yeah, I love what I do. I'm so thankful and thrilled that I get to do this for a living because I love it. And one of the best things about it is, of course, I get to spend time with dogs, which is fabulous. But I meet a lot of really nice people. So many nice people have come into my life as a result of this business. And um, the funny thing is, is that I'll never be a millionaire being a dog trainer. But I'm glad that I get to do this because I can make a difference in my little pinpoint on the planet and the people that I come in contact with. Hopefully I can make it better for them and their dog. And my question for you is, why do you want to be a dog trainer? Well, I just really love dogs. I don't remember a time when there wasn't a dog or a memory of a dog in my life. I always had a dog and sometimes I look up to them or sometimes I'm teaching them and it's just really unpredictable. I mean, they're your family, but 
you can teach them or make a difference in their lives. So it's more like one small thing that you can do to make somebody else's life better. <laughs> you said it. And that's, that's why I do this. Because when people get a dog, they just want a dog that they can live with. Right? And they get a dog and sometimes it turns out to be a little more difficult than they realize. And that's where I come in. And that's where you'll come in if this is something you, ch you really want to do. And making a difference making that connection between the dog and the owner so they can live together the way that they wanted to. It's, it's, it, it just makes me feel really good. It makes me feel like I made a difference in somebody and the dog's life and the person's life. Yeah. I always have loved dogs. They're just so adorable. And they're, I feel like they really listen to you. Like you get the head cock like, yeah, I'll listen. <laughs> dogs are amazing and they don't get enough credit. People don't give them enough credit. That's the truth. So you took my class last summer, right? Yeah. Would, I want to know what you thought about it and what did you learn and what did you take from it? I really took everything to heart. I really um, enjoyed your lectures and that you weren't just reciting things from a book. You were more like saying, oh, I figured out that this works better. I also like that you pulled actual dogs from the group or you walked around and really paid special attention to each dog mm. like Rosie I when I dropped up got dropped off today Rosie was in the car and then she like stood up and started looking around looking for different dogs oh cause because she knew where she was yeah <laughs> she she really <laughs> likes the uh different dogs she was really scared the first time she came but as it continued she like got more and more comfortable Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's what happens. Well, you did a great job in class. I remember watching you, and uh, you handled your dog really well. They, you have a German short hair pointer. Yeah. And Rosie, yeah. And you handled your dog really well. And you came with your mom or your dad, and they always let you handle the dog pretty much the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And you did a great job. She really um, was energetic. All right. Any other questions for me today? Uh, no, thank you so much for letting me interview you. You're welcome. Tell everybody to have a doggone good day. Have a doggone good day. Okay, thanks for joining us. Take care now. Bye.